Sound check, sound check, go shawty. It's my birthday. Bing, 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 bing. Go, 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 shawty. It's my birthday. We gon' party like it's my birthday. We gon' sip a party like it's my birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck cause it's my birthday. Damn right, motherfuckers. It is my birthday. If you cannot tell, I have had a um, copious amount of champagne today. Champizzle. I think I used that word right. Define copious. Abundant in supply or quantity. Oh my god, look at me. Look at me. I did. I used a big word. But I am recording this part on January 13th. It is my fucking birthday. But what makes it even more special is this is the first episode that I'm recording in Nashville. I am in my bedroom in Nashville. <laughs> Guys, I have a fucking whirlwind of an intro for you guys this week. There was not an episode last week, so I got some shit to catch y'all bitches up on. First of all, clearly, I have moved to Nashville. It has finally fucking happened. I feel like there were so many obstacles keeping me from moving out of Raleigh and North Carolina, and I did it. Um, it <laughs> hasn't fully hit me excuse me, that I've moved not only to another city, but to a whole ass other state. Um, so it's fine. You know what? I kind of want to listen to 50 again. Wait, actually, what's another really good birthday song? Go, Shawnee. It's your birthday. Hang on, honey, like it's your birthday. Birthday songs. Best birthday songs. Oh, fuck yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. Bury me inside the loon store. Hang on. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Bad bitch contest. I'm in first place. I'm in first place. Bad bitch contest. I'm in first place. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. That was so cringy that I had to take you guys along for the ride. You guys are going to tune out. I have no listeners. I have no listeners anymore. But what the fuck is up, guys? <sighs> I missed y'all. I actually really missed sitting in front of a microphone and talking to myself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. This episode is really going to be me just dicking around. I have so much shit to cover. <sighs> I originally posted in like promoted for lack of better words this episode as it's going to be on moving anxiety which I'll cover but I have so much shit to talk I have got some shit to fucking talk but I also have an audio clip of me having a complete mental fucking breakdown in a hotel parking lot after I dropped my dad off and said bye to him that I'm gonna be playing. And you guys will hear it in the clip, but I did feel kind of silly and almost kind of fake and pick me like when recording it, but a huge fucking goal of mine for this show and using this show to accomplish it is I hope that by me being vulnerable 
And, you know, I have, I have shit planned down the road for like heavier episodes and shit. But by me being vulnerable, it'll, you know, encourage someone to want to speak up and share their truth or, you know, accept and or process through, you know, what may have happened to them and just, or offer someone even like an ounce of comfort in whatever the fuck they're going through. Like I have so much shit planned and having guests on that can talk about different topics and perspectives and shit and I think that's why I decided to record myself literally losing my shit because I don't want people to listen to this show and be like oh my god like she's so funny she's so perfect like literally flawless nothing is ever wrong um no my life is not sunshine and fucking rainbows all the time but if I don't share the not so pretty parts how are you guys ever supposed to know that you know but anyways we'll fucking get into that obviously it is my birthday if you haven't picked up on that yet maybe check your volume I don't know how you guys couldn't notice that by now but quick trigger warning really quick for this next part um for suicide and depression I'm gonna share something with you guys When I was 15 years old, I was a sophomore in high school. It was November of 2014. I was in a really, really dark fucking place. Maybe one day I'll do an episode on, you know, what that place looked like and why I was there. But, you know, for the time being, we're not going to. I did attempt to take my own life when I was 15 years old. How is not really, you know, that important But I did attempt to take my own life and to kill myself. Obviously, (laughs) it didn't work. But I wasn't planning on seeing my 16th birthday. And I'm sitting here at 23 years old recording an episode for my fucking podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. With a really great relationship with my parents, my best friends that I've had since middle school, one since I was fucking 16 years old or whatever, and my roommates. I'm living with two incredible girls. I have friends here in Nashville, and I'm 23, guys. Like seven years past the birthday that I didn't care enough to stick around for. So my birthday is always a little weird. Um, because it's, you know, I just, I didn't think I'd ever be here for this long. I didn't think that I would ever see any day past my attempt. I remember in high school, there was an assignment or something. And I was like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I left it blank because I was like, hopefully six feet fucking under. And I know that sounds really morbid, but I mean, honestly, like I didn't think I'd be here and I'm here. Wait. 15 yeah okay so it's been wait what what five six seven yeah so november was seven years so (laughs) that's just fucking crazy to me but anyways my birthdays are always a little weird for me just because like i said they're just weird moving on i am in nashville my house is so cute my roommates i'm living with two girls they are incredible i met them both on facebook so basically i moved in with two fucking strangers (laughs) And they're incredible. One of my roommates actually hung like a happy birthday sign thing for me over the window in the living room or the dining room. 
And it was so cute. We're going to go get Mexican tonight. I found a restaurant that has two for one, 10 ounce margaritas for their happy hour. So I'm going to go drink some tequila because Nicole, my drunk alter ego. Oh my God. I have never told you guys about my drunk alter egos. I'm going to do that really fast. Fuck it. So we start out at Nikki. Well, we started out at Sarah. Obviously she's sober. Then we go to Nikki and Nikki is like the fun party mom, but eventually she just can't hang. So either she's going to tap out and go home and Nikki is phase one or Nikki keeps drinking. And then we go into phase two, which is Nicole. Nicole is at sweet spot. Nicole's my middle name. So that's where this shit came from. Nicole is that bitch. Like, I don't care what anyone fucking says. If you've ever met Nicole, you're welcome because she is that bitch. She's so much fun. She is fearless. Like the life of the fucking party, but she still has her wits about her, you know, like she's still coherent. She's so conscious. She's still here, but sometimes Nicole doesn't tap out. And when we get to Bonnie, Bon Bon, whatever, that is blackout Nicole. She's not cute. We fucking hate her. If you've ever met Bonnie or Bon Bon, I'm so sorry because that bitch is straight up out to ruin my fucking life. She is a menace. She is a tornado of a human being. She gives no shits. She has ruined relationships. She is just a fucking menace and a nightmare. Like I'm positive Bonnie and Bon Bon have seeped into people subconscious that have met her or literally ever even crossed paths with her and she is what nightmares are made of she is nightmare fuel so i'm so sorry final form final boss going super scion is sos and that is sloshed out sarah sos i should be in the fucking hospital i have not seen sos in a very long time thank god but SOS is like, she's not here. Like no lights are on. No one's home. I need to be carried. I need to be in a wheelchair. I can't fucking walk. Like I need to be over someone's shoulder. SOS is just fucked up. Bonnie, Bon Bon, Blackout Nicole. Oh my God. She's a fucking cunt. Like she will fight you. Like she will try to fight you. If you have ever pissed. And let me tell you, Nicole, you're rolling the dice with that one. If you like tr- whatever the fuck and she might retaliate. Most of the time, Nicole's probably just gonna laugh and brush it off or like say something smart ass like. But Bonnie, Bon Bon, she's gonna fuck you up and literally cut out your kidney in front of everyone in the whole bar or party. And God, the Holy Trinity will bear witness to that one. So I'm so sorry if you've ever met Bon Bon or SOS. Um, so sorry. But hopefully, we're gonna see at least Nikki today. Maybe we'll tiptoe into Nicole and we'll get like baby Nicole. Um, but we are not gonna see fucking Bonnie because I hate her. I literally hate her so much. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk some shit. Let's talk some fucking shit. Let me sip my water, lubricate my vocal cords because I have a fucking rant for you guys. Actually, no. I'm going to go make a goddamn mimosa for this one. <laughs> so, I made my mimosa. Um, I do have it on video and I just put it on my Instagram story. I was so excited. I popped the bottle of Shampizzle and I was like, cheers to 23 motherfuckers. 
and I took a swig. Um, and I'm going to be smelling champagne for probably a week because it went <laughs> all up my nose. And for my Bachelor fans, oh my God, we'll get to that. But for my Bachelor fans, if y'all remember Kelsey from theater season when the champagne went up her nose, yeah, that's literally what happened. Um, but it's fine. I have my mimosa. Um, before I talk shit, let's talk about Euphoria because see, episode one of season two dropped this past Sunday. So when I release this episode, there will have been two episodes out because the next one's on Sunday. This will come out on Monday, whatever. Holy fucking shit, HBO. If y'all don't know, I have like an unhealthy obsession with Euphoria and episode one was fucking nuts. Like I had to go back and rewind because I was like, no, they did not just do that. Um, potential spoilers, Cassie, babe, what are you doing? Cassie Howard is my favorite character, so I'm going to stand by that bitch no matter what fucking what. Uh, and the trailers and Maddie absolutely wrecks some girls. And I can't tell if one of them is Cassie. It looks like it is, but I just can't fucking tell. Um, Flexi, Lesco, Lexi and Fezco. Oh my God. I ship that so fucking hard. But anyways, Euphoria is going to be talked about on this show. The Bachelor. Um, I'm honestly just really disappointed and sickened that they chose another white male and shocker. His cast, the women on there are primarily thin. Actually, all of them are thinner. Um, a lot of blondes going on. <sighs> Susie looks like Hannah Brown. You can't change my mind on that. Like, she fucking looks like Hannah Brown. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Literally looks like Hannah Brown. Um, but it's fine. And honestly, don't get me wrong, I love The Bachelor and Bachelorette and all the things I've been watching since 2010, but <laughs> baby, come on. People are like, we need more diversity. And then they give us, you know, like some women of color. No one come for me when I say this, but I feel like on Bachelor, Bachelorette, whenever there are people of color on there, I don't feel like it's actually genuine from you know the production standpoint not the women or men but it's almost like it's their token people of color you know and it's they're almost kind of like a cover my ass inclusion which is really fucked up um that's that's just me though moving on let's talk some fucking shit you guys are like sarah shut the fuck up no one cares what the like what are you gonna talk shit about Oh my god, don't you worry guys. Hang on, one one mimosa sip. Hopefully it doesn't go up my fucking nose. I want to preach and promote health and positivity and letting shit go and being the bigger person on this show. I really do. So with that being said, I should put my money where my mouth is. Um, Not right now. Fuck all that noise. Absolutely the fuck not. <sighs> I don't even know, like, where to fucking start with this. And if you don't know me, here. <clears throat> if I'm just talking to people in normal conversations, I feel like for a woman, I do have, you know, a little bit of a deeper voice. I don't have, like, one of, like, one of these. Um, Like, I just don't talk like this all the time. In generality, like, in general, my voice is normally like this. But if you ever hear my voice jump, 
some octaves and it really just slows everything's dragged out it almost sounds like everything i'm saying is a question you should fucking run with your tail tucked because i'm a different level of pissed that's not a fun voice that's not i'm not trying to make fun of anyone that's me legitimately fucking pissed that voice came out last night i don't give two shits if someone wants to ruin their own life and throw whatever the fuck it is they have or don't have down the drain, really don't give a shit. But the second your actions start impacting others, especially radically, fuck off. And I'm not going to lie, saying this and sitting here in front of the mic getting amped up about this I feel like the biggest fucking hypocrite in the world because I have definitely dragged people down with me when I've been spiraling and I think maybe that's why I get so like pissed off about it when I see it in other people because I've worked to be very very mindful now of if and when I do ever spiral again to not drag people down with me but I definitely have, you know, like I'll be the first one to call myself out. Okay. Okay. Moving the fuck on. <laughs> if you are going to be drinking and on goddamn Instagram live, chugging, chugging, doing drinks, God knows what fucking drugs you're doing off camera. And then you're going to get in a fucking car and drive. And you're still going to be on goddamn Instagram live. And you're going to be like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I'm driving. Oh, my God. I'm in the middle of the road. Oh, my God. I'm literally like I'm driving in the other fucking lane. I'm so crazy. I know you guys can't see, but I'm doing like the Debbie Ryan right now. Like the hair behind the ear and the little quirky smile. I'm just I'm just not like other girls like. I'm just not. I'm just not like other girls. Um, I'm just a fucking idiot who should be in fucking jail and or rehab. If that is one. Oh, hang on. Let me take a second. Sip your mimosa, birthday girl. Sip your mimosa. Leviosa, not leviosa. Drinking and driving is the one fucking thing. Well, not the one fucking thing. But it is one of my biggest things that literally riles me up something fierce because there is just no fucking need with Uber, Lyft, um, call a friend, call a family member, call a goddamn taxi. I know if it were me personally and I was bartending, serving, whatever the fuck, wherever I'm at, I was at work and there was a guest that for whatever reason couldn't get an Uber, a Lyft, couldn't afford one, whatever. I will order you one. I will call a taxi service. I don't care. And I don't expect a dime from you. And maybe this isn't the case everywhere. I'm not going to speak for every single person in a bar or restaurant. But I have a feeling that's for the most part. Not all the time. There's exceptions, unfortunately. But someone is going to be more likely to pay your fare to get home safely then tell you to kick rocks and drive home because that's how you take i'm gonna get dark for a fucking second guys and then we're gonna move on that is how you take someone's mother someone's child a sibling a parent a grandparent 
a relative, a friend. It doesn't fucking matter. How many times have y'all ever heard of a drunk driver when they kill other people? How many times do they die themselves? Yeah, sure, they might have injuries. But more often than not, they end up recovering to a full or close or some extent of the word. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? And why? Why? Do you think you're cool? Do you think you're fucking cool out here on goddamn Instagram live for fuck's sake? Drinking and then getting in a car and driving and literally showing you on the other side of the fucking road. Like, do you think you look fucking cool? Because newsflash, you dumbass. You look fucking dumb. You look fucking dumb. Like, you don't look cool. You look reckless. And it pissed me the fuck off. So when I saw this shit, I called Raleigh police. I called the bars that they were going to. And I was like, heads fucking up. I called the cops because it made me so goddamn mad. Because you are, you're out here, what, stunting, flexing? Look at me on Instagram Live. I've been drinking. I'm underage. And I'm on the other side of the fucking road. And that, like, makes you feel cool. That's literally how you fucking kill someone. But I'm the bad guy. I'm the bitch. I'm the cunt. I'm such a fucking bitch, guys. I don't know if y'all have picked up on that, but I'm just a bitch. I'm just a mean, nasty person. And oh my God, why can't I literally just mind my own fucking business? Jesus Christ. I clearly, I clearly have nothing better to do with my time. Like nothing better to do with my time. I screen recorded the Instagram live and literally sent it into Raleigh police. I don't fucking care. If you want to go be a degenerate and a fuck up on your own time, be my guest. But when your actions can radically and drastically affect other human beings, get fucking real and go get some goddamn help because at that point you fucking need it. Ooh, I don't know if I've ranted on this show like that before. (laughs) I really don't. Oh God, I really don't. The people involved and that I'm talking about, they're going to be out here calling me a cunt and a bitch. And also, these are the people that literally think it's so cute and gorgeous. Um, If y'all don't follow Tasia Alexis on TikTok or Instagram, please go do. Because I've been following her since Vine. And cute and gorgeous definitely comes from her. Full credit. Everything is cute and gorgeous. But... If you think it's so cute and gorgeous and like so cool, like you're literally so cool. You're cooler than everyone. I could never be as cool as you to be posting like guns and weapons and all these drugs and shit on your stories. Like, oh my God, like I got my fucking Glock and my Rari. And by Rari, I mean some like beat up fucking car that still has fucking hubcaps on it. It's 2022. Seriously. I'm not shitting on hubcaps. No one come for me. Hubcaps don't whatever. No one come for me or try and cancel me over goddamn hubcaps. But case in point, I'm just saying you're out here acting like a goddamn baller when your car still has hubcaps on it. Um, thank you next bitch to quote the almighty Chris Jenner. My, one of my favorite quotes is the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And that is the hill I will die on. That woman is not human. She has sold her fucking soul. She's an, She's an alien. Like, she just has superpowers at this point. Okay. I could go on and on and on and on (laughs) about that bitch, but I'm not going to. We're going to go back to the positivity track. 
speaking of tracks, I love close to train tracks. Nope. Get back on topic, Sarah. Anyways, I'm going to play you guys the clip from when I was in the hotel parking lot after I dropped my dad off. Um, I am hysterically sobbing. <laughs> I don't know if that's triggering for anybody. Just in case. I'm like hysterically sobbing. So I'm going to play that. And then we're going to talk about anxiety and moving. And then we're going to move the fuck on because I have some submissions. Oh my God. I feel like one of those like, oof. (laughs) Oh, I feel like one of those like, influence her or whatever is like doing their bullshit apology videos like hey guys like with the tears <laughs> I've definitely like oh <laughs> Ooh, come on pull it together pull it together <laughs> come on come on pull it together pull it together Ooh. <laughs> I've definitely been the person that's made the TikToks or, you know, taking the Snapchats crying. And I hate, <laughs> I hate when people do that. I'm like, oh my God, look at them just asking for attention. Even though when I do it, I'm asking for <laughs> attention. But uh, I don't want you guys listening to be like, oh my God, <laughs> like what the fuck is this show turning into? Um, but I, <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, come on. I just dropped my dad off at the hotel he's staying at in Nashville. Um, he flies back out to North Carolina tomorrow. Um, just said bye. That's like kind of like the first time I've cried. <laughs> Even though I've been here like 24 hours. So it's fine. Um, but I don't want people to be like, oh my God, look at her, like asking for all this attention by literally uploading audio of me crying and recording myself while I'm crying. So I sound like a freaking Muppet, <laughs> but it's fine. But my, a huge goal of mine with this show is I hope that by me being vulnerable and, you know, sharing my vulnerable moments and stories and experiences that, you know, it can encourage others to maybe do the same or find help for theirs or even just, even just show people that they're not alone and like, oh my God, hey, wait, look at her, like talking about this. I've been through this or I'm going through this or, oh my God, wait, my friend's third cousin's sister-in-law's dog brother whatever knows I was going through this and like I just I don't know I don't know how to like articulate it but just a really a really big goal of mine through this podcast is you know maybe inspiring or that sounds so cheesy I want to vomit now but maybe just you know by me sharing shit it can be empowering for others somehow I don't know I don't know, but for right now, all I know is I am crying and talking to myself into a 
fucking microphone in a comfort suites hotel parking lot in goddamn Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> and you know, I really hope I did the right thing. I really hope I didn't like make this. Ew, it's so gross. <laughs> I just really hope that I that I did the right thing. Uh, um, that I didn't make this huge fucking mistake. That I know, like, oh, everything's a learning lesson, Sarah. It's all an experience. You're on an adventure. You're starting your life, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know, I know. And, like, trust me, <laughs> you guys should see my journal. Like, I write down all my negative thoughts and I try and, like, come up with the positive equivalent of that thought. But, like, I'm like 400-something miles from my home. That's not my home anymore. This is my home. I'm in my new home. My best friends are eight, nine and a half hours away. My dog is in Raleigh. <laughs> but I will hopefully be having him in a couple weeks once I get settled in and everything. I don't know that many people here. I'm going to have to start a new job and... Learn how to be good at that. It's just a lot. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm so fucking overstimulated. It's not even funny. And I just, uh, it's just like, did I do the right thing? And this episode is just going to be like on moving anxiety and you know, all the things. So it just, it just kind of, just kind of felt fitting to document um, my <laughs> Comfort Suites hotel parking lot breakdown. Gotta do it for the content, you know, do it for the pod. <laughs> and I can't breathe out of my fucking nose. But I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm sad. I'm confused. I'm scared. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I just want my friends. I want my dog. I don't want to be eight and a half hours away from my house. Uh, <laughs> and I know I need to look at this. Look at the bright side. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just really sad. And I'm just really emotional. <laughs> so like I said, I just really hope, you know, throughout the show... Whatever the fuck it is that I'm talking about, or whenever I get vulnerable or open up, that maybe it can encourage someone else to, you know, talk about their struggles or trauma. Not saying that this is fucking traumatic. It's just, an, you know, the shit I'll talk about in the future. Or that it can just, you know, <laughs> I'm in a comfort suites parking lot. Maybe it can give someone some comfort to know that, you know, they're not alone. Um... And that I'm not just recording myself having a fucking breakdown in a hotel parking lot for nothing. Um, but yeah, that's little. That's what I got. <laughs> Is anyone else crying or are you just like cutting onions? Just me? <laughs> um, uh. Fuck. So like I said in the beginning of the episode, I feel like... I was really struggling posting that because I feel like it's almost attention seeking because I see so many people whenever they post shit of them like crying or, you know, the 
like hospital bracelets, Snapchats, whatever, which I've definitely done. You're posting that shit for attention. Don't try and tell me otherwise. Um, I've definitely been the one to post things like that for attention. So I get it. But I just feel like there's so much shit that goes on in day-to-day lives that people don't talk about. And it leads people to feeling really alone or isolated. And it's like they're the only one going through it or whatever. When that's just not the case. It's just a matter of people not talking about it enough for whatever reason. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's just, you know, like taboo. Maybe society doesn't deem it like appropriate. Whatever the fuck. Those are the topics that I am going to face head on on this show. I'm not going to stray away from shit. I've said that in the very first episode. So, yeah, did I have a fucking breakdown in a hotel parking lot? Yeah. Was I crying my eyes out for, like, 20 minutes? Yeah. Am I embarrassed? No. No. And if anyone's going to try and, like, make me feel bad about that, okay. If that's how you want to spend your day and your time, okay, go ahead. (laughs) I'm not going to lose sleep over it. And I, I also, I also, another really big thing that's, so important to me throughout this show is I don't want to come across like my life is better than it is because don't get me wrong I have a lot of really great things in my life and going for me and I'm gonna and I'm gonna talk about those things but not every day is a good day (laughs) and I never want to give this like false sense of myself to me or to the world or to you know anyone my friends my family whatever the fuck because not every day is a good fucking day And why should I feel embarrassed to talk about why it wasn't, like, a good day, you know? So, yeah, you know, am I 23 with my own podcast, living with amazing girls in Nashville and creating my path and starting my own individual adult life? Yeah. And is that sick? Yeah. But is my anxiety turned up to the max? Yeah. Am I really nervous about my depression spiking and rearing its ugly head? Yeah. Am I really nervous and anxious about my BPD and splitting? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've got a lot of stimulation here that I'm not used to and a lot of very new stressors. But anyways, if anyone's moving, I'm a huge advocate for getting out of your hometown. I don't think people should stay in the same town or city forever. Because you're selling yourself so short. Like, it's that really cliche-ass saying of, oh, we only have one life. I mean, that's that's true. We only have one and you're telling me that you want to spend it in the same place? I don't think so. Not me. Not me. Wrong bitch. <laughs> I'm going to do an entire episode where I just do nothing but quote TikTok sounds. Can you guys tell that I'm getting more comfortable each episode? Maybe it's the champagne and Jameson. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Oh my god! I think I'm hilarious if you can't tell. Like, I literally am the funniest person I fucking know. No, but seriously. Quick random tangent. Every time I sit down to record, I just feel a lot more confident and comfortable. And I think it's largely to do with the feedback that I get from you guys, which means more to me than I can even put into words the support. But this whole episode was going to be on moving anxiety, and it's literally been about fucking everything. (laughs) Ugh. Okay. Anyways, moral of the story, get the fuck out of your hometown. Go somewhere new. Find you some new wiener or vagina or both. 
see a new city, see a new fucking skyline. I don't know, maybe move out to the country and see a different field. Whatever you want to do, just get out of your hometown because at a certain point you're going to hit this ceiling of growth and you're just you're just not going to grow any further. Like it's like when you when you have a plant and you have them in one spot, like cool, yeah, they're going to grow in that one spot, but you're going to have to move them or turn the pot or whatever for them to continue growing. Like you've got to get the fuck out. And it's, it's hard. It's scary. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, yeah, best thing I've ever done. Because I'm literally like, did I fuck up? Did I make the wrong choice? Like, is this the right idea? Like, what have I done? I miss my friends. Like, I miss my family. Like, I don't have any family in Nashville. Everyone's like eight and a half hours away. But I've just, I've just got to see it through it. You got to see it through, my dude. And I'm working, I'm journaling a lot, but I'm working to be very optimistic and have an open mind about this. Because, I mean, that's all I can do, you know? And that's, that's all I can do. I'm going to read, I'm going to read submissions. Let's do that. Um, I don't know what I want to call my submission segment yet. We're working on it. But quick trigger warning. This submission does cover topics of sexual assault. Um... Just putting that out there. So I'm in a fairly new relationship. We've only been together a few months. A few years ago, I was sexually assaulted and it's approaching the anniversary of when it happened, which is always hard for me. My boyfriend knows a little bit about what happened, but not when it happened or any specific details. I'm trying to decide if I should tell him since I know I'll probably be acting weird around that time. I've made a habit of hiding my problems and emotions from partners in the past and I'm working on being more open and trusting. I also think he should know in case something triggers me more easily so he will be aware of the possibility. Should I talk to him about it? What should I say? BTW, I love the podcast so much. Okay, well, number one, thank you. <laughs> number two, I am so sorry that happened to you, most importantly. <sighs> number three, what you went through is yours. That's your story that's your truth whatever if anything you ever choose to share with anyone is up to you that's your business that's your story I know you said you're in a fairly new relationship only been together a few months which you know makes it a little trickier but I I if you it's hard because on one hand, I want to be like, straight up, it's none of his fucking business. Like, it's just none of his business. What you went through is what you went through and it's yours. However, if you are self-aware enough to know that you could potentially be more easily triggered, I don't think there's anything wrong with... I don't think necessarily you need to, like, sit him down and have it, you know, be this really serious conversation. I mean, if you want it to, by all means, fucking go for it. But I think even if you're just like, hey, I want to talk to you about something, you know, I went through a really traumatic event and, you know, the anniversary, the date of when it happened is coming up. I just wanted to let you know and give you a heads up because it can be really hard for me. It's a really just, you know, triggering time in general. Just so you had a heads up, I'm going to be a little bit more sensitive and I just want you to know that it has it has nothing to do with you. Um, but don't don't feel like you have to disclose very specific details. Because I don't say this to be an asshole, but a lot of the times 
I feel like when women are talking to guys about their sexual assaults, guys don't want to know the details because then guys are going to have that in their mind the same way women would. But there's something with men that they're going to have that in their mind and they're going to have all those fucking details on replay and they're going to see and imagine like how someone fucking violated you to the fullest extent of the definition. With that being said, if sharing details and you know what happened will help you, go for it. I would just ask your partner first. Hey, would knowing more about the event help? But don't do it for him. Do it for you. If sharing details is not going to help you literally in any way, shape, or form, and if anything potentially be triggering and bring things up, don't. You don't owe him the details. Like, you don't. But I think it's really huge that you are self-aware enough to know that that particular time frame can be very triggering for you, which is totally normal, first of all. Like I said, it doesn't have to be this massive sit-down thing like, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about. But if that's how you would feel comfortable approaching it, but fucking, fuck it, go for it. Go, go for it. But maybe one night when it's just you two, just say like, hey, there's something really heavy I want to talk to you about. You know, are you in a place where I can talk to you? Just because, you know, I don't know. You never know what they went through in their day. Maybe they're just not about it. But approaching it in that manner. And I also think it's a really beautiful opportunity for the two of you to take another step in your relationship. And because that is a lot of fucking trust that you're putting into him to be like, hey, here's this really traumatic event that I'm coming up on the anniversary for and it's going to be really triggering and I'm going to be a lot more sensitive. And yeah, that's that's how the cookie crumbles. But it can be a really incredible step for you and your partner. And I truly hope that if you do bring it up to him that he is supportive and as understanding as he can be. And you know, just patient and all the and all the good things, but I don't think there's anything wrong in bringing it up. Just Because, okay, last thing I'll say on this question. What would you want? And I know that's not really the most fair thing to apply to every single situation. But if your partner was going through something and, like, let's just say an anniversary of something really traumatic was coming up for them. And you can tell that they're just a lot more sensitive. They're a lot more on edge. They're a lot more easily triggered. But you didn't know. You're in the complete dark. And you're just like, hey, you know, I've noticed X, Y, Z. Like, I just just know that I'm here for you. You would want to be filled in. You would want to know. And like I said, sharing your trauma for anyone, male, female, non-binary, gender fluid, whatever, that's your trauma and that's your story and business to share. You don't owe anyone your truth, ever. No one is fucking entitled to that. If you feel like you can trust this person and you feel respected, go for it. I think it can be a really beautiful opportunity to strengthen the relationship and grow. You know, I think I'm going to save the rest of the submissions for next week. Just because that one was kind of heavy. I need to find... What is this? That like... Oh! Hell yeah, motherfuckers! Okay, sinners. I fucking love you. This is the note we are going to end this goddamn episode on. And I hope... You are all ready. I don't think you are, but I will see you on Monday. Oh.
One time for the birthday, birthday bitch. One time for the birthday bitch. Fuck it up, cause it's my birthday, bitch. Fuck it up, it's just my birthday, bitch. Okay, motherfuckers, I will see you guys. Well, Monday, cause I'll be putting this shit out Monday. But, uh, 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 what else we got? Alright, fuckers, I love you. Thank you for listening to my absolute shit show of a birthday episode. But, I love you. Peace the fuck out.